Hello, and welcome to the last mixed bag of 2022 of this w- amazing year we've had so far, and we're recapping here tonight. My, I'm, I'm, my name is J-Man. I'm joined by Bill and Allie tonight. What's going on, guys? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. It is so glad to have, and Justin should be joining us in a little bit. I'm going to keep tabs on that for a minute there. Yeah, but uh, he tonight, had, uh, he had yeah, things he had to do, so um, he'll be here by he'll be here at 11:59 p.m. 11:59 seconds. Yeah, January, exactly. not January 31st, December 31st. Yeah, yes. he'll he'll be here soon. He <laughs> he just told us to start without him. Well, yes. First of all, we all hope you had a very merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And a wonderful Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Winter Solstice, well, Festivus. What was today? Uh, Kwanzaa, right? I forgot. No, there was a holiday. No, yeah, we're still in the midst of Kwanzaa. No, it was something else that happened in the city today. I don't remember. No, but uh, hopefully you're still enjoying this holiday season. Um, oh yeah. As we're now in this weird, you know, this is like always the weirdest week. You know, that weird week between Christmas and New Year's. It's always very weird. Yeah, I agree. Because, yeah, so, yeah, but as the J-Man said, today is our last show of 2022. You know what that calls for? What does that call for, Bill? <laughs> applause, everyone. Applause, applause, applause. Jazz hands. Jazz, jazz hands from Allie. Jazz hands. Um, but, yeah, so, as I said and as Bill mentioned, this is our last mixed bag of 2022. Uh, we are looking forward to many more mixed bags every Wednesday night in the new year. Um, but we're gonna. But tonight's topic, Bill is uh, Bill is my right hand man. Bill, what's tonight's topic for our well, last mixed bag? Like I said, as today, as twenty twenty two comes to a close, we are. What we're gonna do is today we're gonna look back at the year that what it was in cinema. We're going to be talking about it all. The good, the bad, and just the str- just the straight up scratch your head. What the hell was that? Oh, yeah. That's a lot We're going to talk those. about it all. It's going to be great. We're going to have fireworks. We're going to have... We're going to have... ball drop. We're going to have... We're going to have mud wrestlers. We're going to have strippers. It's going to be fantastic. Bill Wrong is more area, than Bill. I. I think you're talking some other place. No, actually, no, that's going to happen. Uh, the mud's contaminated, and uh, we couldn't afford everything else, so. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, we won't have any of that, and plus, I'm not licensed to shoot off fireworks, so. No, you're not. But I mean, I'm, they're so, selling uh, fireworks at your local supermarket. <laughs> yes. But sir. anyway. But anyway, let's get down to beeswax, shall we? Um, and, uh, and celebrate our last mixed bag of 2022 talking about movies that came out this year. And uh, Bill, you're going to have to remind me because what movie do you want to start with tonight? Ooh, what should we start with tonight? That's a good question. Do you mind if I start with something that I just yes. saw in theaters and our what reaction is, is up on the channel? Oh. oh. What am I talking about? Avatar oh. The Way of Water. Avatar The Way of Water. I've not seen that one yet. So. so it just came out and I want to shed a little bit of light on this because I just saw this. Um, for those of you who have seen our reaction to this, uh, it, it's up on our YouTube channel. It's, it's, you know, it's generating a good amount of views right now. Uh, couldn't be happier. Thank you again for all the viewership. We appreciate it. But uh, this movie, 
Um, it's these. It's the second installment in the Avatar series, uh, by James Cameron. It's about the blue people and you know the aliens and stuff like that, the sky people. But uh, I have to tell you the truth. I thought this was gonna suck. I really did. I really truly thought that this movie was gonna be awful. Um, because I was like, look, it in two thousand nine was over, over th- like thirteen years ago. You know, yes, it was the highest grossing movie of the year of, of all time when $2.8 billion, whatever it is that it made. They're talking about a sequel. It's been so long, blah, 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 blah. Sure enough, I was proven wrong. James Cameron still knows how to direct action, still knows how to direct story, and still knows how to, to direct incredible visual effects. The water sequences in this movie. If you guys have not seen this yet, get on it. Like I'm telling my, I'm telling my two co-hosts this too. It's crazy. If you have not seen Avatar The Way of Water yet, it is a spectacle. I actually compared it to the equivalence of seeing, because yes, it's three hours and 12 minutes. I compared it to seeing Avatar The Way of Water, uh, comparing Avatar to Lawrence of Arabia and other films like that from the 60s that were like three or four hours long and just Mm. seeing movies like Gone with the Wind. This was an event film for the year. It was a big, it won me over. I was like, what? There's no way. No way. And sure enough, it did. It was. I gave it an eight point five out of ten. Mm. Yeah, I have not seen this movie yet. I was surprised. I really enjoyed it, but I I think I might see it this weekend. Actually, okay, go for it. Go I'll for probably it. wait until it comes out on Disney Plus. Mm, okay, I think I might because my my brother said, "Hey, you want to go see it Sunday night?" I'm like, sure. So yeah, I might go see it Sunday night, and um, yeah, I'm um, I'm curious to see what this movie's like. I I've been hearing a from viewers. I've been hearing this is a bit of a mixed bag, mixed bag. But I'm paying. That's what we do here, mixed bag. So I actually I'm curious to see this movie. Yeah. To see what it's gonna be like, I, I have to tell you the truth, and I know, I know that you, Bill, Bill and Allie have not seen it, but I got to tell you, I and I, I know that prices are high. I'm not one to p- promote things on here at all, but I highly recommend you see it in either IMAX or IMAX 3D. The film is made to do that. It looks really, yeah, no 40x. No, 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 40x. What do you mean? So my little sister, she saw, I think we can, we'll come back to this afterwards. I'm, I'm hoping to talk a little bit about Marvel this year. She saw the Dr. Strange sequel in 40X. And it's kind of like you're, it's kind of like one of those like rides you were at at Disney. Like if you ever seen Captain EO. Okay. It's like you move with it. It sprays water at you. Really? She has, she has like, there's a movie theater that she goes to in Syracuse when she's up in for school. Okay, I would recommend that. It's usually at a Regal Cinema. I'll have to try that out. I've, I've never even heard of that until now. So, um, but yeah, but I, I just I'm, I'm gonna. We have a visitor. Um, Are you here? Yeah, I, I, let me just finish up what I'm saying though. So mm-hmm. hold on. Um, but as I was saying though, so Avatar: The Way of Water though, I highly recommend you see it in IMAX and IMAX 3D because the film is that visually ready to go. The, the, fil- the film is that good of a movie to see in IMAX and 3D. Like I I'm can just here. See- I'm here. 
I'm oh, here. there he is. There he is. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dr. Professor Justin. PhD. PhD. Huh. Huh. He made it just in time. So for those huh. listening to us and watching us, forgive us. But yes, he's here. So he made it back to the future. Okay. Oh, I could have waited another 20 minutes. You're talking about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, could, uh, thank you for joining us, Dr. Professor PhD Justin Favar. Uh, Mr. Dr. Professor Justin PhD. <laughs> Forgive me, my good man. We were just talking about Avatar. Avatar, the way of water. And I was mentioning how I saw I saw it in regular standard, you know, a standard theater, but I recommend people to go see this movie in IMAX 3D. Or 40X. It was a 40X theater. If you have a 40X theater, Ali recommends that too. Because it was just so, like, it was completely visually heavy, and I wish I saw it in one of those theaters. But it was just that, like, heavy of a visual effects film. It was crazy. Yeah, visual effects films, they're all fine and good and all that, but at least for me, it, it's hard to get invested in those kind of movies if the story doesn't exactly support it. And right. I'm not someone who was crazy about the first Avatar. I think the story was very lackluster, and I heard similar things about the story. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the story, one, one thing that I can personally tell you is that the story is very it's very loose. I mean, it, it's still there. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not not necessarily a copy repeat of the first one, but it it is it is a sequel in its own sense. Um, one thing, but one thing I did enjoy of it though, I did enjoy, um, was that the the, the visuals were very heavy and whatnot, but the story was a little weak at some points. I do agree with you on that, and I think that's just James Cameron's way, truthfully. That's mm. just me. So, okay, um. Listen, I'm in the chat board right now, and you know who's watching? Who? Is it who you're thinking? JT's dad is watching, and he still doesn't want to kill me from last week, so that's a good sign. <laughs> um, okay. well, that's because we haven't given your address out yet. No. If no, he no, wants no, it, he knows it. where to get it. And oh, also, this is true. This and is also true. you know who is watching? Is it our lovely friend? It's our very good friend. Doctor Dr. Hemsley. Hemsley. Dr. Hemsley is watching. Mm. We wish Matt. you could join us, Matt. Hey, Matt, come on. Come join in the fun. Jo peer pressure. Come on. Peer pressure. If he wants to join, he can private message me and I'll and if Stacey's okay, but I'll send him the Zoom chat. Oh, no, no. oh, no. Google gobble. Google gobble. Yeah, one. I can't stop this feeling. What of us? Oops, wrong song. Okay, but anyway, I've lost pure pressure. You guys are chanting like these weird jets. I thought you guys were doing like this Uga Chaka thing. Okay, have you ever heard the movie Freaks from like the 30s? No. Is that like one of the exploitation movies? Um, that's where it's from, and every uh movie reference where it's like one of us, one of us, that's where it's from. Then, what was the other thing you guys were doing? Oh, that's just something that we came up with. Oh, that it kind of goes well with Pocahontas feeling. <laughs> the Google Gobble is also part of that. Oh, lovely. Okay, so anyway, 
Anyways, back to our regular scheduled programming of Mixed Bag here on the Super Review Shows Podcast Network, whatever you want to call us. And that was something point. completely different. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but bottom line, Avatar, check it out if you haven't seen the theaters yet. Actually, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I was, I thought it was going to suck. I said that from the get-go. I thought this movie was going to suck, and I was thoroughly entertained. And I will say, to, to, to my dad's point, not only in the chat board, but on top of that, in person, I said this initially, it's three hours and 12 minutes. Put a damn intermission in the thing. Put like a five-minute yeah. intermission in there. Honestly, once you pass the two-and-a-half-hour mark, I think an intermission should be mandatory. They do it in other parts of the world. They they literally, in India and in other parts of the country of the world, they still have intermissions for super long movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I think those kind of movies are more commonplace in places like India. That's probably why. Like, you had that movie uh, RRR uh, this, um, this year, which critics loved like critics adored this movie rrr um and it was a hindu american i don't know if it's a hindu american or just a hindu project that got a huge american release but yeah like this movie rrr is blowing up everywhere it's probably going to be nominated for best foreign film. Oh, I've been hearing about that. Um, a lot of, you know, crit- a lot of online critics have been gushing about this movie. They've been, they really love this movie. Yep, uh, that's it. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't. I and it features Bray Stevenson from Punisher Warzone fame. Really? Yeah. Bray Stevenson? Wow. Bray Stevenson? He was the Punisher at one point. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, in Thor The Dark World. He was one of Thor's helpers. Yes, yes, he was. He yeah. was a uh, Volstag. So, all right. Well, on that note, I that, that was my first pick was Avatar. Uh, who would like to go next to pick their next movie of 2022 that they want to talk about? Okay. I guess I'll, you go. Go right ahead, Allie. Allie. I mean, first. speaking of movies that you saw over the holidays, let's go Wakanda. Let's talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I think it's time we pay tribute to the king. Yes. And... Probably probably the only way to close out phase four of the MCU, which in all honesty. With the Christmas special? <laughs> oh, that was last week. Sorry. Was, I, the, I, I... was the weakest phase of the MCU. Really? But also a transition phase. I'm sorry. I still think there's an argument for phase two. Just saying. Really? Huh? I it's remember phase two adjustment. being a pretty underwhelming phase. Really? Um, yeah, we, can our, like, we can have an argument on this in another time. Yes. I, I honestly, we can talk. We can talk about this before the new Ant Man movie comes out and starts Phase Five. Ooh, okay. that leads me to a brilliant idea. What? Why don't we do a when we rank the MCU movies by phase? Mm-hmm. 
What do you guys think? We could do that one day. Mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Doctor Professor, what do you think? I think that could be a good idea. We might have to do that one day. Yep. All right. Let's get back to me and Wakanda. Okay. <laughs> Probably as down. soon as as soon as I heard that Chadwick Boseman died, I think I was talking with Bill and a couple of our other friends. Yeah, you were talking to me. The first thing we discussed was who was going to replace him. And my answer was pretty obvious. It's going to be Shuri. Oh, well, yeah. It was going to be Shuri. I mean. I thought I'd replace Chad as T'Challa. No. But I can't. You have to watch the movie to understand what happens. Can't say anything. Spoilers ahead. Well, I did see the movie, even though I missed the last of the first five minutes because popcorn. Mm. You didn't miss much about the first five minutes. Well, the only thing I, you missed was the funeral. No, I, I caught the funeral. I missed the fact that Shuri couldn't save Ch- uh, Charlie. Yeah. I mean, probably one of the shockest things was to see Nakia come back. Yes, that, that shot. I did not expect her to be back in this movie. And I also did not expect Okoye to be kicked out of the dorm alive. Yeah, that that I was like, whoa. No, you don't do that to Okoye. No. But I think now she has like a new suit and all that. I forgot what she's called now. Uh, okay, I'll be honest about that. I found that to be a little cheesy. Right. The, that, that one was a bridge too far. True. Unless there's an M- there's a Marvel character we don't know about. I I am not that well versed in Black Panther, so I have no idea. Neither am I. <laughs> but not one of the best things I was a little excited about was we got the debut of Riri. Yes. We finally get Ironheart right before her series that comes out next year, which is one of the series I'm excited to see. Yeah, um, I, and you know what? Like, she didn't annoy me, which that's a win with those kind of characters, like those like, teenage. You felt like pre-teen. she wasn't going to be like a Tom Holland like character with Spider Man. No, I thought she was going to be like a short round character. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, um, I I thought it was going to be like a character that the audience is just going to be like, shut up the whole time. And but actually, weren't. Do you want Bill? I said, but they weren't. But continue. Another thing was actually my dad and I were talking about this was the villain or the anti-hero in this story, Namor. Because oh. technically, he told me that he was technically from Atlantis, which they changed the whole movie about it. And yeah, now it's uh, Talocan. Somewhere like near the Mexican Peninsula. Yeah. Their decisions to make them uh, Mayans instead of... Uh... Or are they Aztecs? Either way. And somewhere, one of the Mexican civilizations or Latin American civilizations, let's put it that way. Instead of doing Atlantis, which I don't know if it's a copyright thing or not. 
No, I think it's to differentiate them from uh, Aquaman. Which, considering what's going to be happening with that franchise now. Oh, yeah. That's a whole conversation for another time. So is Black Adam on anyone else's list? Oh, you want to talk about that? (laughs) Wait, hold on. I want to give my thoughts on Black Panther, if that's okay. Go for it. Yeah, I really like this movie. I really like how they went with the sister being the Black Panther. I think that was so... I really loved this movie. It was just such a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was such a good time. And I really liked how they paid tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Yep. And I thought it was just a... They had a lot of... um. They just had a lot of moments when, mm. when how they say he suffered in silence. That could have been for Chadwick Boseman as well because they didn't know he was sick. I didn't know he had cancer until he died. You know, no, he kept it. He uh, kept it secretive. That that tends to be what happens with a lot of these celebrity uh, cancer deaths. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like the movie. Um, I love the fight between. The fight between um, the new Black Panther and what's his name? Namor. 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 That was cool. And I just want to say before, you know, not giving away any spoilers, but that queen, she's a badass. Mm -hmm. Queen Ramunda. Yeah. And I'm going to agree with Ali on this one. I actually kind of thought that the... um, that this phase in the MCU is slightly underwhelming. I'm gonna yeah. say and I'll be yeah. honest with this phase, I feel like there's not a real villain in this phase. There's a lot of anti-hero villains. Which I mean I love anti-hero. What? Wanda, Scarlet Witch. They introduced the main villain in Loki. That's true, but but he shall not be named. Until for, mm-hmm. until February 17, 2023. We all know uh, who he is. It's Dr. Doom. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Come Secret Wars, it's going to be a bait and switch, and it's going to be Dr. Doom. I Are you sure you're not kanging a conqueror? Kang's going to be the main villain. Right until the end of his movie. Which movie? The Kang Dynasty. But anyway, I kind of agree with Ali that th- this was the one of the weaker phases when it comes to, you know, because you did have, but you know, you had um this, which I thought was really good. Um I do miss Chadwick Boseman. I thought he would have been very... I think this would have been a great with him in it. Um, but I... You know, but we had some good films in this phase, like this one, Spider-Man No Way Home last year. And That was the best of phase four out of all the And movies. another movie, which I'm sure we will be discussing soon. Which one? There's two of them. There's two more. Okay. Are we going Taika or are we going Raimi? 
So I'm going Raimi. So Justin, would you would you do the honors? I mean, come on. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a Sam Raimi movie <laughs> inside the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I want you to have that sink in for a second. A Sam Raimi movie. Evil Dead 2 Sam Raimi, no less. <laughs> of course. Directed a PG-13 <laughs> Marvel movie. Yes. Now, I will give it advice. Oh, go on, Justin. Now, why do I say PG-13? Because Sam Raimi works very well in PG-13. No, he come on, we need an R-rated. R-rated he knows Sam Raimi. bring out the nightmare fuel more in a PG-13 movie than in an R-rated movie. Hmm. Watch right. Drag Me to Hell and you'll know what I mean. I'll add that to my list of movies to watch for next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's bloody. It's disgusting. It's zombies. Got it's got zombies <laughs> and amazing just chew scenery chewing, mm. especially from Cumberbatch. I mean, my God, the faces yes. he makes in this movie. <laughs> I will give it advice. I would watch a couple of, there's a few episodes of what if you need to watch before you watch Multiverse of Madness to understand yes. everything. Yes. Still it's probably the zombies episode. Hmm. Still probably my favorite Marvel show. What if? Yes. Hey, Justin. Steve and Strange cross into another person is illegal. Cease this dream or what? Forbidden. It's forbidden. Cease this dream walk immediately. <laughs> now, I really like this movie. It was a combination of horror, action, comedy, Bruce Campbell cameos, which was great. You had to have the Bruce Campbell cameo if it's Sam Raimi. I mean, Not to mention, we just got to see some brutal hero deaths in this. Yeah, which and some spoilers yeah. that could possibly be happening. Yeah, I mean, do you spoilers. Mind if, yeah, do you mind if I share my thoughts on this really quick? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. So, Bill and I saw this. I think was it opening weekend or opening night? Yeah. I forget. And it was actually the day after I saw it with Justin. That's right. We saw it separately. Yeah. And um, I remember sitting in the theater saying. As soon as you get to the middle of the film where it's like um, in the middle of the film where all of a sudden you have Doctor Strange again in front of the the film's been out since May. I'm going to say some spoilers and I don't care. Mr. Fantastic played by John Krasinski. Jim from The Office. Yep. Hopefully he comes back. Um, Fingers crossed. We'll have to see. Um, I would also say I would also say that uh, we got to see Patrick Stewart as Professor Charles Xavier of the X Men. When I saw, and we saw a true rendition of Black Bolt. 
<laughs> don't forget Monica. Don't forget something. Monica's mother being Captain Marvel. Yeah, oh, that that's so right. Cool. And, and Cap- as soon as Carter. I saw the shield, I was like, Captain Carter's here. It was, it was that one scene I think was worth at least waiting 10 years of the MCU just to, just to do that. Well worth <laughs> it. So, oh, yeah, totally worth it. But yeah, I mean, that one scene alone, I was like, what the? I was, fl- Bill was next to me. I, we, were, we were both flipping out of going crazy about it. Um, but yeah, the, the, just all around, all around a really fun movie, crazy time, not, not necessarily time travel, but it's like multiverse mm-hmm. travel. It really shows a lot what the MCU has been doing so far as far as movies go. I loved it quite a bit. I'll be honest. Do you know what I want? What the irony is about this movie? What? What? Look at what weekend it's on. And look at the meaning of multiverse of madness. What does it mean? Mom. Oh, I, I know. Who's about a that. mom in the MCU? Wanda. Mm-hmm. Half life three confirmed. So many <laughs> Easter eggs with this. Crazy. And Sam, and Sam Raimi, if you're out there listening to this, which you're probably not, but just in case you are, uh, you, to you, sir. hats off to you for pulling off this. This was I, I when they first said Sam Raimi was directing Marvel film. I said, "So Spider Man four and I'm like no no Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness." And of course, he, he did he did a, did a ver- the Steve Ditko uh, Marvel characters. Yes, the mm-hmm. Steve and for, yes for those of you who know the comic books run the early one the Stanley Steve Ditko Doctor Strange stuff. Just buy a graphic novel of that, and that's your acid trip for the day. That is, yeah. Like if you. I I I personally have read some of it like in graphic novel format because buying the actual original comic books is like too much money, whatever. But like if you read a if you read a Doctor Strange, Stanley, Steve Ditko graphic novel, and then you watch this movie, you'll understand what they're doing. It's crazy. Absolutely. Hmm. I mean, also also read the stuff from the seventies. That stuff is bonkers too. There's so much to go off of in the world of Doctor Strange. And bringing him to the big screen was a big, ambitious role, but they did it well. So, oh my God, I yeah. I couldn't be happier with what they are doing with Doctor Strange. Same here. Yeah. Um, hopefully, Deadpool shows up next. You know. <laughs> I think we got a while before Deadpool comes uh, comes back. He, that's a, you know, he's coming in later. I've been but, yeah. some rumors about it uh, recently. Um, I've been hearing uh, the TVA might be involved. So we might be seeing Ooh, some uh, what Mobius and Mobius. Oh my god! Um, Deadpool versus Owen Wilson. Ooh, oh that wow! Cool. Wow! Um, wow! And any other comments for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? As far as one of your favorite movies of twenty twenty two, I thought this it, was so much fun. It is. It's. It gave me the Illuminati. It killed the Illuminati. And <laughs> it gave me a bunch of Doctor Stranges. And it gave me the Scarlet Witch. I am happy. And zombies. And a zombie strange. And zombies. Don't forget the zombies. <laughs> you can never forget oh. zombies. Zombie strange. And the music fight between uh, Our Strange and Sinister Strange. I thought it was Sorcerer Supreme people. Strange. No, that uh, it's not the same strange. Oh, it isn't this whole time. No. Really? I always thought it was. No, there are two different stranges. Um, this one's called Sinister Strange. 
Oh, okay. Crazy. That's all I have crazy. All right. So who wants to go next? Pick their next movie me. in 2022. Go, Bill. Talk since to we, me, bud. Since we have been talking about comic book movies, I have to do it. What? Well, we all knew this one was coming. The Batman. Uh, I thought you were saying Black Adam for a second. I was like, wait, oh, wait. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to that's that. Not, that's later on. That's towards the end of the broadcast. Which I didn't that's mind. I didn't mind. The memoriam section. The in memoriam section. I didn't mind. In it, honor but... of all those we lost. Um, anyway. uh, the Batman. Anyway, the Batman. I'm going to be honest. I was super stoked for this movie. Who wasn't? I was super excited for this movie. I really was. I have not seen it yet, and I'm still in the process of seeing most of the Batman movies. Yeah. And, Allie, you texted us yesterday telling us you didn't really like Batman 89. I, it felt very over- underwhelming, to be honest. You like Nicholson's Joker, though. That's the only good thing about it. You know what song really- and dance, Batman's head on a lamp. You know what I really liked about this movie, though? I like how they didn't give us a basic origin story like they've done about 400 times. Thank <laughs> God. Like, they already start when he's Batman. Like, oh. it's kind of like similar to like what they did in the MCU with Spider-Man. They already started when he's Spider-Man. They don't go through the whole, you know, yeah. right. Spider-Bite with great, with great, wow. with great responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. One man can make a difference. But here... Not said. We all know what happens. You know, Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. He wants revenge. I like how they they, they just picked it up. Was yeah, you know what happens. We're not going to tell you for the four hundredth and first time. Let's just pick it up, and he's Batman. And I like how he how bat this Batman isn't just you know kick ass Batman. This Batman is he's detective. What was that, Justin? Still, well, one, still learning, and two, yeah, Detective Batman. Which I think is pretty cool. Like, I feel like I was watching more of, like, a film noir than, hmm. than like, a, a Batman movie, but I still thought it was pretty cool. I love that. I love that part of it. And, and you know... And they, it really they, was the perfect villain to do that with. Yeah. And they really didn't get to the bottom of who they still don't really know who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Because, okay, Allie, I'm giving you a small spoiler. Yeah. When they just say it was some random guy. It's weird. I know in the 1989 Batman, it was Joker who killed. Yeah, they don't say if it was Jack Napier, aka the Joker, or they don't say if it was Joe Chill. They just say a random guy. I think we'll find that out in the next one. Now, Robert Pattinson is Batman? Okay. Here's my honest opinion. I like him as Batman. I didn't really like him as Bruce Wayne. Mm. Interesting. I Because I feel like when he has... When Pattinson's Bruce Wayne... His personality is similar to when he's Batman. Does that make sense, sir? 
he's still kind of the brooding, you know, his personality doesn't change when he becomes when he's just Bruce Wayne. I mean, for the story, it kind of made sense for me. Okay. Um, because it's someone who hasn't really gotten over their deaths, uh, their deaths yet. I mean, I guess you can argue that Batman never got over their deaths, otherwise he wouldn't be Batman, but um, I'm saying is he is still lashing out. So he didn't even start the journey of healing yet, which I would argue that all the other incarnations of Batman we've encountered, at least that started that journey of healing. They are trying to work towards a future where Batman is no longer needed. Mm. Where this Batman, he's just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until he drops dead. I liked um you know what I also really like um I also really like the Riddler in this one. Oh. oh my gosh, yes. It was so good. I so love good. that scene when they have the DA not Harvey Dent. When they have him basically kidnapped and he comes into the middle of the mayor's funeral and he goes. And he's like tied up, and he and Riddler's like, "Let's play a game." And he's like, "What is it that you are given for your blind eye, Justin?" It's going. Was it bribes? How much? Ten grand? Oh, we're out of time. Sorry. Boom. Somebody I know said that they didn't really like the Riddler in this movie because he's not supposed to be the Joker. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be more fun and quirky. Supposed to be Jim Carrey. He's I think he works. In this or universe, I think it works. The version of a guy who comes up with riddles. I think it pretty much works. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big bad bat? So my question is, if there's ever a sequel, will we get to see a new Joker? Would there be a different Joker from one of the DCEUs? Um, watch the movie. You'll see. There's somebody already. I'm not going to go into too much detail, Allie, but there is a deleted scene with the Joker in it. Uh, Can I just say I love the Gotham in this movie, though? Like the way that Gotham is set up in the Batman, it's just that. That's because no offense to Christopher Nolan and the Dark Knight trilogy, no offense to Ben Affleck and his Gotham, but this one to me felt as real and true to the source material as possible as far as a Gotham City goes. That's just me though. Ben Affleck's Gotham. We barely saw his Gotham. I know. I'm but but in the times that we did though, you know what I mean. I think this was the truest Gotham we've gotten. Yeah. Like, 
like the look, the 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 actual like the architecture. What's that? It feels the most lived in. Yes, yes, exactly. It does feel them. I I get what you're saying. So, I just I, I, the penguin at the iceberg lounge scene, the whole the Catwoman angle was I thought it was it was Zoe Kravitz was brilliant. No, I thought she was too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also, I will say the this the fighting in this that they actually show Batman fighting and beating the living, but when, when he's a crime fighter. When he's a detective, he's a detective. When he's a crime fighter, he's a crime fighter. And when he's the crime fighter, he really kicks some serious ass. You know who I really like? I really like Commissioner Gordon in this. Without any of the fancy uh, Ra's al Ghul training. Yeah, exactly. Because he's not in the in the picture yet. But yeah. I really liked um what's I really liked Commissioner Gordon in this one. Me too. Yes. I thought he was like the I think he's probably one of the better Gordons I've seen. Yeah. He's the most proactive. Yes, a- I would actually say this. Sorry, Gary Oldman. I think he's probably the best one I've seen in a while. He's the most... He's as much the main character of this movie as as uh, Batman. Exactly. I think he... I think him and... Because... Gordon, he's not just a police commissioner. He's basically Batman's partner. Essentially, yeah. And I would say he's probably the best Gordon I've seen. I agree. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, and plus the, this commissioner, we can we, we can talk about this movie all day, but like the, this commissioner. Gordon was definitely more on Batman. He like he he's, he's like you can see how skeptical he was, but he was still like, you know, he still believed, hey, this guy's on our side type of thing, which I I love that angle. It was really great. So, um, any other comments for the Batman? I think I'm good. Anyone else? No. Mister Doctor Justin PhD Professor Patrick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. I am good. <laughs> All right. Uh, did everyone have to pick one already? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say this as with a very bold statement. I have two. I have two movies, but the first one I want to pick is this. I believe this is this and our Oscar. Our Oscars expert is not here right now. One of them is out of the two of them. One of them is. Uh, I'm going to say know what this, it is. Is it? I'm going to say that this movie is a shot for best picture of the year. Top yep. Gun Maverick. Yeah, I, I figured it would be that. Top Gun Maverick, I believe, is a shot of being a, a best picture. How come I, I knew you were going to bring this one up, JT? I just watched it the other night on Paramount Plus. Oh. I have Paramount Plus, so I watched it. I was like, when it first came out, I was like, let's go. And my parents saw it. They were like, they, my dad said something to me. So so crazy, but so clever. He said, I saw a Top Gun in theaters in 1986, and this movie was better than Top Gun 1. My father, yeah. who saw Top Gun in theaters, said that this movie was better than Top Gun 1. Oh, wow. And now I I would I would argue it. it I, I, 
I would say it has the the chances to be best picture nominated for sure. Now our our Oscar expert in the chat board says, "quote I think Top Gun Maverick might have win best picture. It will certainly be nominated." Mm. I think it, I think it could be. Now I mean, the, it, it's I, so hard to say that though. You know what I mean? Here's we also know the, the other movies that are coming out too, like Till, Tar, The Whale. Yeah, I'm gonna so, say hold off on saying that it's gonna be nominated because I really don't think that the Academy is gonna nominate two blockbuster movies or even hell, there's three movies that were all that are considered blockbusters that we're all considering Oscar contenders here. And what movies were those? It this is Top Gun Maverick, Wakanda Forever, and Avatar 2. Oh. I think Avatar 2 is gonna get nominated. Oh yeah. Well, I I'm actually really... looking at the Golden Globes right now, which is actually in about a couple weeks. Mm. And right yeah. now, best motion picture for drama is Avatar Way Water, Elvis, The Fablemans. Tar and Top Gun Maverick, while in drop musical or comedy, it's Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once. This next one I kind of want to see Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and Ooh, The Triangle the of Sadness. What'd you say? Uh, three of those movies that you mentioned, we will be getting oh, to. Oh, Allie, buttress your expectations. <laughs> buttress well, them. We'll explain when we get there. All right. I say Top Gun Maverick has a shot. It has a shot, but I don't know because the Academy historically, when they do nominate uh, blockbuster movies, they usually only nominate like one or two. Just to give a little, you know, service to the blockbuster crowd. Yeah. Like, remember Fury Road getting the nomination one year. Avatar Black Panther won one year. Black Panther one did get it one year. What I'm saying is... It's not common. It's not common. It happens once in a blue moon. Was... Was the Dark Knight nominated for Best Picture that year? No, no, and but that was back when it was only five nominees. Now it's ten, right? And we had a whole discussion about that. Last time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Dark Knight cha- is the movie that changed that. So our 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 Oscar our Oscars expert who couldn't be here tonight uh, says that Wakanda Forever will not get nominated for, but but uh, he believes Avatar two and Top Gun two will. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna be nominated. I could see that more than but nothing nothing against Wakanda forever. Nothing against it. What about, all right, Dr. Hemsley, question. What about um Angela Bassett as uh Queen Ramunda in Wakanda Forever? Do you think she will get a best supporting nomination? I I, I would like to think she would. She was that good. Golden Globes have put her down as best supporting actress nomination nominee. Okay. So most likely. Okay. I'm surprised. Oh yeah, but I did say Babylon. Bill, 
well, well, we cut you off. What exactly were you going to say? Yeah, I said I don't see Black Panther Wakanda Forever getting. I agree with Doctor Hemsley. I don't see Black Panther Wakanda Forever getting nominated. It could what happen. If, it could. Like what the first that? one got nominated, so yeah. No, but you were also going to say something about Top Gun Maverick too. Forgive me, I cut you off. No, I I really enjoyed this movie because. I'll be honest, I don't really like a lot of legacy sequels. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, I don't really like a lot of legacy sequels, the ones that they take, you know, years to make. Like 30 years later, it's 25 years after the original film, whatever, right? But this one worked out well. But this one actually did work good. I really like the plot of, you know, of Maverick trying to, you know, of Maverick trying to heal his relationship with Goose's son. Yeah. I really like that. Can we all agree on one thing? What? Tom Cruise never ages. He does not. Yeah. Is that man 60? Yes, he's 60. Hard to believe. Um, Tom Cruise never ages. He's He's like Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day who never ages. Uh, D- Dr. Matt Hemsley in the chat board. I think there's a good chance that Angela Bassett will be nominated for the best supporting, best, best, best supporting actress or lead actress, whatever you just, whatever you just said. He thinks she'll be nominated. The good doctor has spoken. Dr. Oh, Hemsley has spoken. Do you oh, have yeah. anything to oppose that, Mr. Dr. Professor Justin? I do not oppose that. Yeah, I, I will Dr. Hemsley and Mr. Dr. Professor Justin got their degrees from the university of Bill. Of Bill. If you want to know more about our admissions process, call 1-800-GOT-BILL. You got Bill? Because we got Bills. We got him in Buffalo. Exactly. So, okay, I have to note. What? Bill University is the University of Bill is not a real university. Um, yeah, sadly, I had to legally say that or I get sued. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, um anything mm-hmm. else for Top Gun Maverick before we move on to another movie or no? I think it was worth the wait. I I think that, and this is supposed to come out in 2020. They waited this long to put out this good of content, and look, it worked out in Paramount's favor. Exactly. It was the first Tom Cruise movie to gross a billion dollars. Hear that? Billion dollars. A billion. So a billion. A billion dollars. Yeah, you you can call him at one hundred. Got Bill. Oh my god! But yeah, bottom line, Top Gun Maverick. Check it if you have not seen it yet. Watch it on Paramount Plus. Highly recommend it. You check it out there. That's where it's streaming right now. Um, all right, that was my pick. Who wants to go next for their pick for 2022 releases? Any any other suggestions or anything or no? We'll we'll I'll take my turn. Um, sure, Ali, Justin, either of you guys want to go next? Because I have one more movie and I can talk about the actor in it too. But go ahead. Oh, we have a couple movies. I might have one or two as well. Okay. Good. Yeah. Go first, though, Bill. Lady, what was that? You you can go first if you want to go first. Okay, I'll go. Is anybody, anyone agree? Disagree? Abstain? Okay. Go ahead, Bill. 
Go, Bill. Okay. This was... Okay, we're going to get off the... If it's okay with the good folks here, um, we're going to get off the uh, box blockbuster kind of comic booky stuff for a minute if that's okay sure um, where are you going um i want to talk about some movies i saw recently and i saw them with the good dr professor right here <laughs> okay first of all um i want to talk about justin uh you want me to talk about glass onion you want to talk about glass onion um, you want me to say that for you? How fresh is the movie in your mind? Relatively fresh. When was the last time you saw it? The time I saw it with you. Okay. Um, I still remember a good chunk of it, though. So, still, um, you 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 want me to talk about one of the other talk ones? About experience, and then I'll talk about mine. Um, okay. Because I might be able to supplement yours. Okay, this movie is probably in my top three or top five of the year. Glass Onion. It's sort of a spinoff to Knives Out. Out. JT, have you seen Knives Out? I have not, but but I know you're talking about that. I think, did, did Netflix buy the rights to it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, J- okay. Hey, Justin, JT hasn't seen Knives Out. Well, we have Neither have I. Okay, we have something to tell both of you. Get on it! Get yeah. on it. Get Sorry, on I it. got a bunch of Batman movies to watch first, and then I'm watching Glass Onion, then I'm going to watch Knives Out. What? Okay. It wouldn't matter that much. It's not a sequel to Knives Out. It's more of like an anthology. So, that has Daniel Craig in it. Daniel Craig is in it. He's done being James Bond. He's now Benoit Blanc. And honestly, he's having the time of his life. Oh, I love him. So in the move, so in the um uh, Daniel Craig, in case you were that guy that was standing next to me at that Irish bar in Vegas, this is for you. Because like I told you, I was at this Irish bar in Vegas and there was a guy sitting next to me who looked just like Daniel Craig. Who looked just like Daniel Craig. Oh, wow. I wonder if that was him. Okay. So, anyway. Last what was that? Did he have a Georgian accent? No. So... Hmm. Glass Onion. Okay, so a bunch of guy, a bunch of people, a Connecticut governor, a former model, a a streamer. Is that what he is? Dave Batista's character. Yeah, he's a men's rights streamer. His girlfriend. And like, uh, what was the other guy? Like a chemist or? Yeah. His scientist person. Yeah, so it's during the COVID-19 pandemic. And they get these boxes to go to this island 
to go to this island that is owned by millionaire Miles Brom. Did I get his name right, Justin? Yep. Who is played by Edward Norton. So, and also a special, someone who is not in that group got invited, and that is Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. So how much should I go into this so I don't spoil it, Justin? How much should I go into it? Um, talk about the characters, not so much the plot. Okay, so... Okay, so the... I forgot some of their names, but the lady who's running for governor, she's sort of like that, or Senate, she's sort of like that politician who, you know, kind of think she's above things once you think about it. Am I right, Justin? Yeah. Then you have Dave Batista, who is the men's right activist who, yeah, he's that guy who we don't want to associate with. He wears a Speedo that has a gun holster. Mm. He, he's that guy who you know is overcompensating for something. And Oh, and he's on Rhino Boner Pills. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we did you not. He's on Rhino Boner Pills. And there's also a, you know, um, the chemist guy, Leon, I think his name is. Yeah. He's, you know, they're all trying to, like, he helped make this chemical called, what was it, Clear? Yeah, it's called Clear. It's basically uh, crystallized hydrogen. Mm hmm. We basically call a Hindenburg situation. Cause a Hindenburg situation, and Birdie J, she's who's the model. She's trying to. They're trying to get her to not speak out against sweatshops or something like that. And her assistant Meg, who is, she signed off on a notorious Bangladesh sweatshop. And. Yeah, and also Miles Braun. He's kind of like an Elon Musk type character. Yeah. When They're all this, supposed to be this group of disruptors. And can I just say I love this twist? Which we're not going to... Wait, did you want to find out the twist? You're going to be like, oh, it's so stupid yet so brilliant at the same time. And get into the character. Daniel Craig is Benoit Blanc. He's, he just has so much fun with it. He just has so much fun with it. Man. I'm not Batman. My job is to present, is to find the truth, present evidence to the courts. <laughs> I just, 
if you love them in Knives Out, you will love him here. He he just like Justin says, he just eats it up. He chews the scenery. And he just has so much fun with it. If you liked Knives Out, buttress your thoughts of Knives Out and take them with you to this movie because you will enjoy yourself. Because I really, because Daniel Craig with his accent, it's not just an actor doing an accent. It's actually, you can really, it's really convincing that this guy is like from wherever he's from. Sounds like Georgia. I think Louisiana. Alabama? I think think he's from like Louisiana. And also Benoit Blanc. That sounds like a very French name. So. Very true. So, you know, the Louisiana has a big French. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's from Louisiana. Um. He, yeah, but um, Edward Norton, I think, does a good job. And he's your typical rich asshole. Wouldn't you say that, Justin? Yes, but I, the more I think about his the performance, the more layers I'm finding in it. Like, he really has no original thought. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, like, I was thinking back to, like, the whole uh, game that he puts on. He didn't have a prize until Benoit Blanc, a superior mind, gave him the ideas. All the ideas he had in the movie, except for the bullshit he was spewing the whole movie, is um, from other people. I can see that. But... I thought this was a really fun movie to watch. Justin, what do you, what do you think? Um, it is a fun movie to watch. Um, it's a fun movie to rewatch too. Um, I, I got to watch it soon. I I do recommend rewatching it. Um, it is a pretty rewarding experience to see all the little Easter eggs before they pay off, because then you're going to be more. You're going to be looking for them. You're going to be looking for the clues before they're pointed out to you uh, towards the end. And they're in plain sight. The clues were there. They're not like blinking, you'll miss it. They're right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. And I know, Justin, you adored it. Oh, yes. Also, what they do in the end. Yeah, we're not going to get into spoilers, but. Also, yes, they do play Glass Onion by the Beatles in the end. Hmm. 
I'm not going to say what specific scene this is, but I love when just Benoit Blanc just casually says, Mom Braun is an idiot. Yes. Mom Braun is an idiot. Um, and then when he calls him a jackass. Yeah, so we recommend this film. Highly recommend, right? Highly recommend. Cool. Yeah, and JT, Ali, I just want to say you guys don't have to see the first one. Okay. This isn't a sequel. It's more of a anthology. The only character from the first movie is Benoit Blanc. The first movie's not even mentioned. Yeah, Benoit Blanc is the only character from the first film. So yeah, because I think they're going to make like an anthology series of Benoit Blanc solving different mysteries. Right, Justin? It's going to be kind of like the Agatha Christie uh, books. And they're just going to keep doing them as long as uh, Daniel Craig returns uh, Brian Johnson's uh, calls. Yeah, well, now that he's done being James Bond. But I got to admit, unpopular opinion, I kind of enjoy Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc more than I do him as James Bond. (laughs) I I think that speaks more to Benoit Blanc's charisma and charm than to uh, James Bond's detriment, though. Yeah, because he's just like in the first movie, he's so much fun. Oh, yes. When he's like just hitting the random keys of the piano. There's a hole, Justin. There's a hole in the donut, and a hole in the hole in the in the donut that's smaller. And... That's probably the only reason to watch the first movie first is because Benoit Blanc has a better introduction in that movie. Now, correct me wrong, before we move on, uh, correct me wrong, this was Netflix's, Netflix's first theatrical release, right? No. Yeah, the theatrical release of Roma. Okay. And the Irishman was in select theaters. No, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, I mean, not for like select releases. I meant like this is like a full on release. No. Well, it was only in theaters for like a week. Okay. Yeah. It was a one week engagement. All right. Because I heard somewhere that Netflix is trying to have a lot of their movies released in theaters now, too, so they can make some more money in their pocket. Because everything. Really, yeah, I wasn't doing it, and it would help keep uh, movie theaters alive. I agree, completely. Amazon, just on a side note, Amazon's already doing that. They're releasing twelve films a year, as in, in next year, from their own studios. Like they're like the like the big sick or Manchester by the Sea. Remember those types of movies? They're going to yeah. be releasing those types of movies over the course of twenty twenty three. They said twelve. Yeah. These studios should be part of the solution, not the problem. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. So, Allie's been pretty quiet. You got any comments for this or no? No, I don't really have any comments well, for this. I mean, I I don't want any spoilers. That's all. So, all right. Um, cool. So that was Bill's pick or Justin's pick? That was my pick. All right. Do you have any others or, or do I, we'll, we'll, Yeah. Do you have any more? Do or do you want to move down to? Do you want to move down to someone else? Um. I have 
a few others, but um, Justin, you have any more, or Ali, or JT, or someone? I don't. Um, want to... I have. I have. Um. I don't want to turn this into the Bill sitting here blabbing about everything hour. No, no, I, I should be like that. <laughs> I have one more, but if you guys want to, I have one more. If you, if you guys want to talk about it, but if you guys anything, let's go ahead. So, okay, uh, Justin, you want to go next? Um, let's talk about the Fablemans. Yes, let's talk mm. about that movie. And you know who can help us in the group chat if he's watching? Hey, Doc. Dr. Hemsley, we need your expertise. Doctor, doctor, gotta give me the music, man. All right. No. Come on, doctor. We need your help here. Okay. This is basically an autobiographical film of Steven Spielberg. Yes, this is a fictional account of Spielberg's childhood, his discovery of his love for film and his talent for composition. And he just becomes this amazing filmmaker at such a young age doing these uh, pet projects of his as he's growing up to be a man um, where his family is unfortunately falling apart. Um, you know, you, you experience, um, you experience him uh, finding out that his mother is um, having an affair with the father's being relatively cold towards his wish to be a filmmaker. Um, and it's just, it's a powerful movie. Like it, it kind of reignited my desire to make movies again. You know what the, um, some of the best line, one of the best lines in the movie is toward the end when he meets famed director John Ford. Yep. When the horizon's at the top. It's interesting. When the horizon's at the bottom. It's interesting. When it's in the middle. It's boring as shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but this film, it really, it really dives into the... Um, you know, this is a fictional account of Spielberg's life. Like how, you know, his mom was very supportive of his filmmaking when his father really wasn't. Yeah. And you know who the best character of the movie is, Justin? Who? His girlfriend who he has for, for a bit. Oh my gosh, she was fun. He was so, hold your breath! He's so funny. <laughs> and some scenes we're not going to get into because they're uh, kind of explicit and um, mm. they kind of lead into spoilers. Mm. Yeah. They kind of lead into spoilers, so we're not going to get into it. But Justin, hold your breath. <laughs> um, 
but this really shows you the magic of filmmaking and how people can be inspired. Yeah. Justin, you have more to say about this. I'm sorry. Um, and also something that it tackles, which I wasn't expecting, but I'm so glad that there's a movie out there that's tackling this, is uh, the anti-Semitism that was rampant back then. Mm-hmm. Like, this kid just would get ceaselessly attacked because of what his last name Hmm. what he believes in like Jesus Christ it's it's disgusting to see but it's important to see because you know it's This stuff is real. This stuff actually happens. It's not pleasant. And, you know, Spielberg grew up with that. Yeah. If you read his biography, he grew up with that. Yeah. And it's a movie that really makes you love film. Agree, Justin? Yep. Because I remember you liked it. I did like it. And I really enjoyed it, too. And I wonder if the good doctor has anything to say about this. I didn't see anything. I want to see it now. Since you guys are talking about him, you're including one of my favorite directors, Mr. Spielberg. It sounds like my favorite director, so. Oh, I think I'll go see. Is this still in theaters? Yeah. Is it just? Yeah. Yeah. I have to go see it. And I think this movie's going to get nominated. I would love to see it get nominated. Absolutely. I think think Spielberg's going to get nominated for Best Director. Mm. Because I think this was a passion project of his once you think about it. Yeah, really? So, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I have another one to talk about. JT, do you want to go or do you want me to just talk about it? How many more do you have left? Well, I have this and then I have two shitty movies we need to touch on. You can do the shitty movies very quickly. Yeah, why do this? Do, do a lightning round shitty movie. You want me to time Okay. It? Here so, were the, my two worst movies hold of Hold on. I'm putting you on a, t- on a five minute limit. Five minute limit. Nice. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get a timer here. Okay, your five minutes starts right now. I'm probably gonna go over those five minutes, so I don't care. But anyway, um, my two shitty movies of the year. Number two, Morbius. Forgot that came out this year. And the good doctor. Mr. Dr. Professor saw it with me. And Justin, what did we think of it? It sucks. It just sucked. It was boring. It just abruptly ended. (laughs) Abruptly ended. It it, it just... It was just so damn boring. Like, I was expecting the film to be maybe somewhat more entertaining, but the film was just 
dull. Yeah. The film was absolutely dull. And I did not like Jared Leto. And it just, I cannot think of one thing I liked about this movie. Okay, one thing. It was mercifully short. Yeah. Um, it was mercifully short. That's that's one thing I'll give it. Okay, the other movie that sucked this year, Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. Allie, please stop showing me the clock. You're making me nervous. Um, that's my job, Bill. Um, the job is to make you. What what can I say about this movie? It was it dragged. It wasn't too interesting, and they brought back Laura Dern and what was the other actor? I forgot his name. Did they bring Goldblum? Neil, Goldblum and Sam Neil. They brought back Sam Neil. Like oh, we brought the old cast back. Do you like this movie yet? It was. It was, it was long. It was boring. Unlike Morbius, which was mercifully short, this one went on forever. Yeah. Was it this three hours? Hour. What was that, Justin? This had an extra hour. Just when you think it's over, oh, we're not done. We have an hour left. It's two hours and 26 minutes, really? Yeah. I just, ugh. And the extended has an additional fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes. Oh, that's nothing compared to Snyder's Justice League. Yes, but unlike this movie, that uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League actually was good. And you know what? I'll give them this. You know what? I'll give them. At least they didn't re-release it because of the memes. Yes. At least they didn't re-release for the memes. Because Morbius, there were memes that were being released. Oh, wow. And the idiots at the studio, what were they thinking, Justin? Let's re-release it. They love us! They really love us! Let's re-release the movie! The applause stops. What was that, Justin? Just like in a Daffy, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck cartoon. So it's duck season? Rabbit season. Fox season. Rabbit, Rabbit season. Fox season. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. I just wish this movie went extinct. To the great studio of Universal. Do not release another Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World movie ever again. Mm. Thank you. Good night. God bless. Jurassic World 1 million AD. Congratulations, Bill. Okay. So, JT, you want to go next and I can do my last one unless Justin or Allie have more? I mean, unless you want to say Black Adam for last. <laughs> 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 why don't we why don't we end with mine is yours black adam bill 
No, mine was actually a movie that Justin and I just saw last night. What'd you guys see? Oh, God. <laughs> Justin, have you processed it yet? I'm still in the process of processing it. Should we talk about it? Babylon. Oh, Babylon. It's, uh... Yeah, it's about like that. I just have, like, a Gatsby vibe. Oh, one of the first things I said to Bill was, I think Damien Chazelle should have directed The Great Gatsby. And I like Damien Chazelle. This movie was... I can't even tell you if I liked it or not, because it was... Oh, I liked it. I kind of liked it too, but it's... It's a lot. It's a lot. I like the movie, but it is a lot. Like, it's over three hours long. Like, that's right, JT. Avatar's not the only three-hour, ten-minute movie out this week. Oh, my goodness. This week is is there an intermission? There is not. Oh, I'll wait till it streams and then I'll make my own intermission. This week, I had another spots you could do that. Like the movie, it's about basically the transition in movie history from the silent era to the talkies. Put it this way it's Singing in the Rain meets My Fair Lady. Meets Caligula. Mm. And the with orgies and drugs and a snake. Is Caligula so and a snake too and a oh. snake. How many orgies? At least three. But the movie, it, it's a lot. Justin, would you say it's a lot to process? Yes. And um, I I think there were fetishes featured in this movie that weren't even invented yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just, it's a good movie. It's just... Yikes. It's just a lot of things happen and some good, some some not so good. I do love it's, that. We're not going to spoil it, but I love that. One the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what this movie basically is. Mm. Remember Justin, the old lady? It's a beautiful display of many things. Okay, what am I kidding? They're all morons. <laughs> but, yeah. it, it And you know what? It took me a while to grasp what this movie was about. Because it just throws so much at you. And I will say this. The score is really good, though. Oh my god, I, I'm still humming the score. It's 
if this doesn't get nominated for best original score, that I have given up all hope in humanity. Oh, I hope this not only gets nominated, but I hope this wins. I want this. Win best, you think this could win best picture? Um, no, not best picture. But best score, yes. I think it'll win best score. Do you think any of the actors will get nominated for Margot? I think Margot Robbie will get nominated for best actress. The best scene of hers. Yeah, but it really shows you the hard time that some of these actors went through transitioning from silent to talkies. Oh, yeah. I mean, for one, they had to learn dialogue now. That's why uh, theater actors started going to Hollywood in 1930. Because for a while, and we saw this in the movie, Justin was telling me this, film was seen as like a lower form of art. Am I right, Justin? Yep. Okay, so those are my thoughts on a good movie, but I will be honest, it is a lot to take in. Yeah. All right, so uh, Allie, J-Man. you have anything, Justin? Um, special props to the menu. I've seen this movie on a lot of top 10 lists. This was an interesting, uh, I don't know if I should call it a horror movie or a thriller or what to call it, but it was interesting. Um, it was done in a similar way that you would think a movie about fine dining would be about and then it takes a very drastic turn when they start to kill people um and humiliate people and drive people to suicide and it gets pretty twisted pretty quickly but it it's also darkly funny because of how horrible these people that are being subject to all of this are. And, and this whole time you're um, you're watching this through the lens of Anya Taylor-Joy's character, who's like this escort um, who is definitely not having a good time. Um, and she's weaseling her way, trying to weasel her way out of being part of this whole murder menu. 
it's a crazy movie. Um, the food looks amazing, though. And that cheeseburger at the end, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, um, you also have, like, John Leguizamo's in this who playing like this washed up actor and the only reason the chef apparently has a reason for every character to be there his reason for this actor is his one day off in five years he went to see one of his movies and it sucked Mm. that's why he wanted to kill him that's the kind of movie this is that's the kind of movie? Yes. Also, Nicholas Holt in this movie is just he's hysterical. He is. And kind of sad at the same time. So yeah, that's me gushing over the menu. All righty. Anything? Anyone else before I, I before I can choose the last pick of the night? I think I got one more before we do the last pick. What do you got? I'm going in the Guillermo del Toro route. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And yes, this should be nominated for best animated picture. Pinocchio. Yes, I saw oh, this. Charm. Mm-hmm. Not the Disney version. No offense to the remake. But this version is probably the darkest Pinocchio I've ever seen. Period. And also in the thematic route during fascist Italia, hmm. right around the time World War II hits. But well, between World War One and World War Two. Got it. And like there's so many huge differences between <laughs> this these two uh, between the disney pinocchio and this one let's put it this way this pinocchio will never be real he'll have he has a soul of a boy but not but he'll never be a real boy but you have to watch the movie to understand why he can never be a real boy and the stuff that happens to him the stuff that happens to him yep very, very oblivious and innocent. Aww. Yeah. Tries to do the right thing, but I guess you could say with the help of Ewan McGregor's cricket, it's hard to distinguish right from wrong. It is. In this one. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I definitely recommend you guys watch this. I think I should watch it. The only thing I I don't like is the musical parts. It's like, I get it, but you don't need to overdo it. 
Now, I've been well, hearing Cole a lot of people like this. See the Pauly Shore version. Say again, Justin. I said clearly you didn't see the Pauly Shore version. There's a Pauly Shore version. Well, not this one, but there was a 2022 uh, Pinocchio movie that had Pauly Shore in it. How many Pinocchio was- movies came out? I only knew two. Three. There were three Pinocchio movies that came out this year. <laughs> What's the third one? It was a Russian-made Pinocchio movie. Gosh. Oh, gosh. 2022, the year of Pinocchios. The year of remakes. I think it's called Pinocchio, the true story. JT, look it up. There it is. Gosh, this looks creepy. It is. That is creepy. Skinny, skinny, skinny. What do you call this? I call it Pinocchio. (laughs) No, that's what Pinocchio actually says in Guillermo del Toro's version. But he got no strings to hold him back. Does he wish upon a star? Mm. But it makes no difference who you are. Because anything your heart desires will come to you. Anyway, anything else for Pinocchio, guys? No, I don't think I'm good. All right. So I'll tell you what. Um... Is this my last? Is this the last pick of the night? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Just want to check. So, all right. I will. I will do the last pick of the night. And this is a movie that I actually just watched again for I think the third or maybe fourth time already this year. Uh, ever since I saw it, I saw it one. I saw it twice in theaters and twice on streaming. So I guess four times. For for me, this movie is real. For me, this movie is rewatchability, and it came out this year. I'm talking about Elvis. The tw- oh, and I, I will say this too. I, I will say this. I will say this. Austin or uh, Austin Butler's performance as Elvis. I think. I, correct me if I'm wrong. He's already getting Oscar buzz, like early Oscar buzz, and then oh he, yeah. And the Emmys and the Golden Globes and everyone's like, oh, his performance because all of his performance, right? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen him on SNL singing Blue Christmas? Oh, I, I missed it. I'm going to have to see it. So on YouTube. I see that. I'll look it up on YouTube later. Um, but this movie, I mean, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a musical biopic about Elvis Presley about his life, which some, some people might brush off and be like, all right, well, it's just another musical biopic. They're all the same anyways. Blah, blah. Well, they're not really all the same. Technically speaking, Queen was Queens and Rocket, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man were two different takes on the biopic in that. Aspect. Right, and Bohemian was Oscar nominated. Yeah, for, and Rami uh, Malek. Rami Malek won Best so act, Lead Actor. Deservedly so that year. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Totally, and I and believe. Who love Mr. Robot? Yeah, I think Austin Butler has a very, a very, very solid shot of winning. Or uh, definitely being nominated, but being winning, we'll have to wait and see. But I think I think there's a definite Oscar nomination for him for playing because uh, he 
the more I rewatch this movie, like I said, I've watched it four or five times this year alone. Um, and besides me and Elvis fan of his music and stuff like that, but like watching the movie, it's crazy how you can actually he talks like Elvis did. He moves like Elvis did. That I forget the term for what it's called, but when like actors embody the person they're like they're playing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I forget what I'm not sure the specific uh, term for what it's called, but I do know so, that, that this guy, ne- I would be in shock if he's not even nominated. I think, uh, I think Austin Butler should be nominated for an Oscar. I really liked it. Yeah, I, 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 agree. I agree. I really like him as, um, as Elvis, I think he should be nominated. Um, but you know what? And I and this is shocking to say, I really didn't like Tom Hanks. Wasn't Tom Hanks anyone? Well, here's the thing. It's so funny you say that because my, my my parents were we my, we all, we all watched it together last night. Um, that's where I, I don't think we're used to Tom Hanks playing a villain in any role or any capacity. So, mm-hmm. and what, for those of you who know the story of Elvis Presley, Colonel Tom Parker was a mean, very evil manager. He worked Elvis. I, I think, you know, do you guys remember the part of the movie where, like, where he, he, uh, he does the Vegas residency for like over like four or five years? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many shows El- the real Elvis Presley played there over the course of those years? How many? 600. And 29 shows. Oh my goodness. Really? All because his manager wanted him to get up on stage, perform, and he would get half, he would get 50% of the profits. His manager was an evil dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allegedly, so, it was stated in the movie, but then I looked it up when I watched Watch Mojo. Yeah. The movies that they, you know, things that got factually right or wrong. And mm-hmm. the number one thing was L. That Tom Parker used that to that Tom Parker used the money from that show from the residency to help pay off a gambling debt, and they said it was never confirmed. Wow, yeah, yeah. but at the very end of the movie, they did say though that the real Colonel Tom Parker spent the rest of his life gambling like crazy after Elvis's, Elvis's death with all the money he made. So, um, because that's what all he saw him as, he saw him as a prop that could make him money. And that's mm-hmm. a terrible way to treat a human being. And it would, uh, but aside from that, uh, uh, the, the, so when I say that, when I, when I say that Tom Hanks, you know, no one liked Tom Hanks in this movie because no one liked Colonel Tom Parker. That's how good Tom Hanks played that role. If you see what I'm yeah. saying. And with Tom Parker, you know, that country singer who Tom Parker was managing, managing yeah, before Elvis. Yeah. Hank Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Hank Snow, and this is a direct quote from him. He said, I've worked with a bunch of wonderful managers, but Tom Parker was the worst. Yeah. And he he managed Elvis Presley, which was very, very, you know, he lived a sad life. I will say that. He lived a very sad life. And I I think the movie, I mean, there's been other movies about like Elvis and Nixon and stuff like that. But there's, this is a true biopic for the movie and if you have not seen it get on it 
It is a, I think it's a, a creme de la creme of biopics. It's the, the best one we've had in a long time, truthfully. Um, but that, that's just me personally saying that. Yeah, but what um, I didn't like about Tom Hanks in this movie, though, JT, yeah. is I didn't see Tom Parker. I saw Tom Hanks doing a funny accent. Well, Tom, if you go, I, I think I did. I think I told you this after we shot a review. Tom Parker spoke like that because he was an alien. He never had a passport. A little different. A little different. He, 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 I watch an actual interview with him. I, I could hear a little bit of like Amsterdam in his accent, but a little yeah. Dutch in his accent, but I could hear more of a southern. Same. All right. Like, listen, I'm glad you liked it, JT. I'm just saying, I liked Austin Butler. Yeah. Um, but like I said, and I usually like Tom Hanks, but I did not like Tom Hanks in this one. All right. But again, uh, I feel like I just saw Tom Hanks doing a funny accent. If you, uh, like I said, you, you go back, you look at, you look up interviews and stuff like that. It might, you see, you see where I'm coming from. But yeah, so that's all right. Um, any other comments for the best picture? The I mean, uh, this amazing movie. No, I got nothing else to say. All righty, Justin, you got anything else or no? Uh, that's it for me. All righty, well. On that note, we covered a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we've been going, you're going to think I'm crazy. You guys are going to think we're crazy. We've been going for an hour and 41 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, but yeah, um, bottom line, that that is our 2020, 20, uh, I can't even talk. Like 2020? You mean COVID? This is our COVID year recap of the Super Review <laughs> shows, mixed bag, whatever you're going to call it. Um. Yeah, so basically, th- that's gonna do it for us here in 2022. In 2022, actually, I mean, I'm falling asleep at the scenes here. Forgive me, everyone, because mm, we do no. the show at night. But yeah, bottom line, 2022 had a lot of ups, some downs. We touched on a lot of it tonight. But ultimately, it's what you have to say out there. Jump down in the comment section below, share your thoughts on 2022 as a year in film. Let us know what you guys think about there. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on our social media accounts. I want to thank the, the fine individuals joining me tonight. As always, and uh, you, you, you should, you two should come on more often. Justin and Allie were here tonight. Thanks. We'll so be on time. next week. Uh, you mean next year? Because mm, next when? year we're, gonna we're going to be on a, a little hiatus. That's we're about going on a trip. Wait, what, what was that, Justin? So we're going on a little hiatus. It's called Wait Till Next Week. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, technically, three days, four days, two hours, and 32 minutes. Yeah, and I just want to say, um, I just want to say to all those who have been, I just want to say thank you to all of those who've been watching and listening to us over the past year. Um, it, It's been a good year here in Mixed Bag. It's been a good year, right, JT? I agree 100%. Like we've it we've come so far and I'm just I am just so grateful for everyone who's been supporting us, everyone who's been watching us, everyone yes. who's been listening and that you put up with us for another year. Cuz yeah. we're going to be honest with you. We make 0 dollars and 0 cents from this. That is one hundred and ten percent true. We do this out of the, our own good hearts that we want to. We do this because we have 
We do this because we have fun doing it. Exactly. That's what it's all about. We have, and, and you know what? All I could say is, guys, thank you for a great year for supporting us. But get 2022 was good, but you know what? 2023 is going to be even better. Yes. It's going to be even better. I am. Look, I'm not going to, I want to make this really short, but I started this channel because I wanted to share my love of movies, music, and television and pop culture stuff with people, with an audience. And I, I deeply appreciate this. The fact that I can even call a YouTube channel my own and have it the help of these incredible individuals do it with me all the time, especially Bill, Ali, and Justin, of course. You've seen other people on the show, too. But, I mean, anyone who's anyone who's helped out, you all mean the world to me, um, truthfully. And it, 2022 has been, it's been a good year for us here. It's actually, I'm not saying it's, good, it's been a good year. It's been a great year. Um, uh, I just want to say yeah. to the two individuals here, Ali, Justin, we, we all, it's always a pleasure having you guys on. And... You know, we also, you know, we appreciated that there were times where you guys stepped in for one of us when we weren't here. Yes, absolutely. And when we couldn't make it. And that is so much appreciated. And we hope to see you guys around more in the new year. Seriously. Most likely. Unless I have exams. Oh. Then go do your exams. That's more important. <laughs> That's more important. And if I don't feel like it. What was that? And if I don't feel like it. That we will drag you on here. We'll drag but you if on. I have nothing to say about the topic at hand, then that's okay, I guess. But yeah, but so for bottom line, everyone, thank you so much for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Uh, Bill, any sports insanity stuff out there or no? Yeah, we're actually go check us out on the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Um, if for those of you who've been wondering. If there hasn't been any podcasts or any blogs this week, we are actually taking we're actually on our holiday break right now. Yeah. So we have we decided to take this week off. That's why you haven't been seeing any like Sunday sideline. There's gonna be no Thursday night gridiron tomorrow night. We're we're taking a break. Just like you folks, we want to spend the holidays with our family and friends. We're actually we human beings. We do too. We do too. Um, but yeah, but yeah, uh, but seriously, thank you so much for watching, listening. Hey, 2022 has been great, but look for we cannot wait to do 2023 starting next year and next week. Well, we're at it too. So, thank you so much for watching, listening. Have you enjoyed us? So, for all of us here at the Super Show, stay safe, take, take care, care, be awesome, and happy new year. And see you in 2023. Happy new year. We'll see you next year.